Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. I am your host, Natalina, and it is 2019. Welcome to the new year, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. This podcast is here to serve you and stand alongside your journey to becoming your best self. Through speaking with industry experts, authors, and amazing individuals throughout the world who have a message to share, we are bringing you empowerment, inspiration, and strategies that you can instantly implement. Our focus here is the whole entire person. So research shows that the happiest people in the world, the most fulfilled countries in the world, are the ones that make time to nurture and build their relationships, money, self-worth, career, love life, and health. When we feel great within us as the whole and complete person, then and only then can we create positive change around us. Today, it is my pleasure to have Yvonne Talley. She's going to be speaking with us about how to break up with busy, especially here in the new year. Being able to really value your time and recognizing what is serving you and what is not, and ensuring that you not only have time professionally for yourself, but also personally. Again, talking about that whole person here at Rise Up For You. Enjoy this episode, the first one of 2019 with Yvonne Talley. Hi Yvonne, thank you so much for joining us. We always like to start off the show by letting the audience get to know our guest. So I would love for you to share a little bit about yourself and what it is that you're currently doing. Well, I'm a health and wellness uh, realist, is what I call myself. I started in the field of health and wellness Uh, Oh gosh, long time ago and really was focused on the fitness and the nutrition end of it. And that has now grown and developed much more in the mindfulness um, meditation end of it. So I combine all of those elements together because I think that's what is required and necessary to live a full, beautiful life that we're all here to to definitely experience or can experience. And so what I'm mostly about is I want to help people so that they feel better, so they can bring their best work into the world as often as possible. So I focus on progress, not perfection. So tell us a little bit more about the journey, because we always like to ask, you know, how did you get to where you are today? What was the process? Um, So I'd love to know, you know, what sparked the initial interest in health and fitness, and then how did it evolve to what it is today? I have to go way back for that. Um, In my 20s, I was a flight attendant, and I had gained a, a lot of weight. And so in those days, you could be fired for that. So that's what really started my initial interest in fitness. And in that time, it was dance classes that I started. And then I realized how much I actually enjoyed it. And I'd always been really interested in food. And I, uh, because I loved that, I went ahead and uh, went on to uh, train as a professional chef. So I took those two kind of passions and love together. And I thought one day, wouldn't it be great to get paid for something that I really love to do? And at that time, it was the fitness and the food. And uh, so that's what I thats what I did. I built a business around that. And then as time went on, and certainly I had a panic attack in 2012, and that's what really now started to move me even more into the mindfulness end. Because I thought, gosh, if, 
if this could happen to me, an organic eating, mindful, positive thinking person, there's got to be a bigger story here. And what was so interesting about that, Netta, was that I had never had a panic attack before, never had one since then, but it was enough of a wake-up call for me to say, you got to find some solutions for this. So at that point in my life, I really reconnected not only with my spiritual self, but the mindfulness end of it. Because again, I wanted tools that I could offer not only my clients, but myself. And the irony of this was that I had been teaching my clients and working with my clients over the number of years about how they can actually shift their lives just by by shifting their mindset. So I had a lot already on the table at that point and um, brought them into solutions, uh, not only practical solutions, but mindful practices, and then wrote the book, uh, Breaking Up with Busy, uh, to really bring all that together. And Because I think it's important to have both. And that's how it's evolved from, you know, beginning with something that I was very passionate about and still am and just let it really evolve into this mindfulness, spiritual, practical space now that I work in. So there's a, there's a couple of really key and um, pivotal points that you just, that you talked about that I would love to touch on. You know, um, so many statistics have been coming out and one of the more recent ones was, you know, over the past 50 years that the happiness rate amongst women has actually been on the decline. Even though we're excelling professionally, we're holding more seats as CEOs and executives and in the boardrooms, we have yet to figure out how to nurture all of the other components that we are still doing at the same time, right? So we've only gotten busier as women, you know, with our professional life and still, being mothers, taking care of um, household duties, taking care of the family, finances, all of those things. And because of that, we are slowly each year declining in what makes us happy, what, what drives us and our purpose. So this idea of finding balance is a hard word, as you know, you know, I don't know if there'll ever be a true balance, but finding the time to nurture those areas that are pivotal to your mental health, to your physical health, to your success, to your happiness is so key and so important. How do we make that shift as women, particularly as women right now, because we're, you know, here on the Rise Up Free podcast to start to make that a priority and recognize that, we do need to step back into the other side and find more time to nurture the things that aren't our profession. So important and such a valuable uh, topic that you bring up. So the, the idea of happiness, of course, like just touch on that real quickly is there's some real concrete reasons why we are busy. You know, as women, we all know we're still making 80 cents on the dollar. And if you're a woman of color, that drops down to about 63 cents on the dollar compared to men. We still do 80% of what's called non-paid work. So all, and we're raising children outside of the home. If you're working outside of the home, two-thirds of us have school-aged children. So there's some real concrete reasons why this can uh, set us on that path of busy, for sure. Now, this idea of nurturing, for long, for centuries, all back to our ancestry, you know, we have, women, have been the ones that move the generation forward. We do the caring, we do the nurturing, and I am painting with a broad brush, but nonetheless, this has very much been ingrained in us. I think it's a beautiful part of being a female, of being a woman, of having that quality. What has happened, however, when we expanded ourselves into not only the career world, as you stated, um, and our family life, is we forgot a very important piece. Because we said we could do it all, 
And of course, we have proven time and time for for you know decades now that we can. But the piece that we let go of, Netta, was that self-nurturing. So the first step to bringing that back in is, and this might sound very simple, is to give yourself permission to do so. Literally say, I deserve to create space and time for my mental, emotional, and spiritual wellness. Now, why is that so important? Because as women, we are very likely, if, even if we don't have children, we're very likely mentoring other people in our lives. So if we're going to care for the generations coming up from behind us and continue to care for our elders as well, the female women in our lives that, you know, that have created so many pathways for us to move forward, so if we're going to continue to influence those people in a way that we want to see change and balance, then we've got to begin to practice it ourselves. Mm. So the first thing is, let's give, I'm going to give myself permission. And when we do that, Netta, we start a movement. Because if you're doing it, then I'm doing it, and it can follow suit. We're giving ourselves permission as individuals, and we can do it as a group as well. We lead by example. Right. So what does that look like? It can be as simple as saying, I'm going to carve out whatever that time might be, and I'm going to begin a practice. Because if we all of a sudden tell ourselves we have to stop with the conference calls late at night, we have to put the computer away, we have to you know, leave the office early, if we start piling all those things on us to, that we have to do, then we won't do it, we won't create a shift because it feels like just another burden of something that we have to show up for. So let's show up for ourselves first, give ourselves permission, and then we can start to take some concrete steps. And, you know, you, something that I really appreciate about you when you talk about health here is that you are actually talking about the three elements of health, which is your physical, your nutritional, and your mental health. And oftentimes the mental health is what we don't talk about. And, you know, new studies have just came out that about 80% of sickness is due to stress and, you know, to mental health and negative thoughts and, and things that, we're, that we manifest in our body. Um, and yet it's the least amount talked about in regards to um, getting into shape and just getting, getting our mind and our body right. So I'd love for you to touch on that just a little bit and the importance of it because, it is important, and if you're working out five days a week, twice a day, and you're eating healthy, that still does not mean that you're going to be healthy unless you can get that third pillar intact. And boy, I'm an example of that. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I had that in space. Here I was, you know, running my business, a single mom, developing and, and growing a business, a new business at this time. Uh, two years into it, and I had the, the fitness and the workouts and the, you know, all the great eating all in, in line. And even still, I found myself in that space where I couldn't do it anymore because we cannot sustain that pace because it will show up. And as you just brought out illness, the, the critical part of this is that we have to elevate the importance and accept the value of the importance of our mental health and how it is in when it's in harmony with what we're doing, our feelings and the doing of life has to be in harmony. And if we don't value that, we're not going to create that. We're not going to make that happen. And we know that stress has a big impact on our health. It, it, it increases the cortisol in our body, which we know is a negative um, thing to have running around for our body continuously. It's one thing to have it for energy. It's another thing to always have it constantly in our body, which is why happens when we're feeling anxious 
and um, stress. So what can we do about that? Well, I say come up with what I call a success, a success practice. And I have four elements on that. And the first one, and when I start to work with a client, this is something I always bring up. And, and quite often the response is, I don't have time to do that. I don't know how to do that. So the first one is meditation. And if we can look at that as a mental health practice, and I look at it even beyond that as a spiritual and wellness practice as well, and just as a mental rehearsal for our day, remember that's an attribute. If you have clear thinking, that's a tremendous attribute that you bring in through the day. And we know even with performance training that you don't have to be out on the track running or out on the court dribbling a ball or out in the, in anywhere it is that you might be, whether it's in sports or somewhere else. If you're practicing it mentally, you've already prepped the brain and the body to do this even better than you would have before. So meditation can help us with that. I say three minutes a day. Start with that. That is the beginning of your practice. And what we practice will go grow strong. So this is a real, this is a very easy way. It doesn't cost anything. We can do it right in our home and the privacy. Three minutes a day, start with that. And the second one would be get a mantra. Choose one for the day. It will activate your subconscious thinking to stay on track. And then move once a day and make sure your meals, that you're not only, that they're not only nutritious, but either that you're enjoying them. Sit down and enjoy them. Those are four simple practices that we can begin with. And one at a time is what's going to create the difference. And when you go out into nature, pause, take a deep breath in and exhale. Because when you do that, you stimulate something called the vagus nerve. And that will, again, help you lower your blood pressure, boost your immune system, decrease your cortisol, decrease your heart rate. And that one tiny step alone of taking a deep breath in can begin to shift your wellness. So we can look at it as a big, broad picture with this 80% caused by stress. Absolutely. So how are we going to shift that? we got to start with one practical step at a time. So how... I wouldn't say how, what do you say to so many of us that when we hear these things, we do make that excuse or we do say, I just don't have the time. I don't have the time, which is where many people are at. Um, and, and, you know, again, it's that self-talk of, you know, not, um, I guess not opening to the possibility or waking up 10 minutes early, but what do you say for those that are listening that are saying, ah, I just, I can't make it work right now. I'm too busy, even though it is so pivotal and important in our lives. Well, it's going to go back to that first piece. First of all, let's take a look at what we need and want. I would, I would begin there. What is it that you really want your life to feel like, not do, but feel like, and then go back and ask yourself, what do I need to make that happen? And aren't you worth it? You're worth it a hundred percent. If you can sustain your wellness, your clear thinking, that is going to grow your creativity. If you're out there in the work field and you're building a career, you might possibly very likely be building a family as well and your relationships. So if you're going to sustain a, a, the wellness in your life, it's got to begin with you. Because you can go 24-7. You can work 70, 80 hours a week. You can keep that pace, absolutely, but it won't be something that you're going to sustain. And when we're busy we're distracted. And when busy pushes its way into our significant relationships, it leaves very little room for that emotional intimacy. So if you're having conflict in your life and you're opting out of doing things that you, that for your other loved ones, more than you're caring for yourself, eventually that's going to unravel. 
And again, you're teaching those people in your life that you're mentoring, keep that in mind. Keep the give and take ratio in mind. You know, we're always the one that is doing and we're always the one that is giving. What are we sharing with the other person? We're taking that incredible opportunity for the other person to be in the giving role. That great feeling, you know, when you do something for someone. So if you can balance it out with those topics, you know, creating that give and take balance, who are you mentoring and caring for in your life? And then at really at the core of it is you deserve it. You absolutely deserve it. If you don't have time to do it, take it in small increments, make these shifts one, two, three minutes of that you're going to make a shift in your life at a time because again this is a practice and by the way we spend about 20 minutes a day just looking for things that we've misplaced so if you're always looking for your keys or you're always looking for your phone put it in the same place use that that 20 minutes or at least three minutes of it to begin a wellness practice for yourself absolutely um you know, for me personally, as a woman, in order for me to ensure that I can nurture these different areas is I have like a time management calendar. Every week I put in my meditation time, my fitness time, me time, you know, friend time, socializing, obviously all my work. Is there any tool or something that you particularly, you particularly use that helps you or do you um, not get too deep into that stuff? Oh, no, I practice. I practice absolutely um, a couple of them. The one that comes to mind is the one that you just talked about, and I call it descheduling. So we want to take our calendar because here's where we can now begin to adopt that, as you said, me time. And I always color code it, to be quite honest with you, because then I start to get that mental subconscious thing going about looking forward to doing something. So on that, on my calendar, I have three categories. I have the musts, and that's where we spend about 14 hours a day. And those are all the things that we have to get done, the appointments, the work, the family, whatever that might look like for you particularly. And then there's another column that I have, and I call that the wants. And that is where I, that represents my long-range goals and my lifestyle additions and removals, replacements, whatever it is that I desire. So this is really where I start to create and create space for that which I want to move towards, the goals that I have. And then, because we have to have that space, you know, that's where creativity and imagination expands, is when we have create space and time for it. If we're always busy, that's going to go away. So the third column, and this is the one that we started to talk about a little bit earlier, because this is really where we can self-nurture, and if you put it on your calendar, there's a likely chance that you'll create that time and space to do it. And that's the just because. This is the self-nurturing part of your calendar. This is the place that you can expand pleasure just because pleasure can be enjoyed. No judgment, no justification. It might be grabbing coffee with a good friend. It could be taking an extra long workout. Whatever it is, it needs to be something that's going to refresh and revive you. So I keep that on my calendar. And then I'm also really aware of what I call the circles. You know, in the inner circle, we have our intimate uh, relationships, our partners, our, our immediate family, those people that you say, see day in and day out. And as we begin to move outside of that, the next circle is the outer circle. These are people that we work with. And then you move outside of that is the uh, peripheral circle. And these are people that we see on occasion, maybe at the gym, maybe at church. So when you start to overdo or you're constantly and you're feeling, having that sense, I'm, here I go again, I'm overwhelmed. Think about what circle you are giving your time to. 
because you'll be surprised. I'm sure you'll be surprised that very often what we do is we get, not only are we in the habit of doing and saying yes quite often and not creating those uh, spaces of time for our own wellness and rejuvenation, think about what circle am I giving this time and space and energy to? And then if it's not coming into your inner circle more often than not, then you can start to make those adjustments. I love that. Yvonne, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been such an honor to have you on the show. And the topic is really necessary. And I believe at this moment, particularly, um, I'd love to jump into the power section of the interview and ask you, what is one book that you've read that's had a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us as an audience to read? Oh, goodness, only one. Well, I have three, but I would say going back to the very beginning would be Carolyn Mice's book, The Anatomy of the Spirit. And she talks about you are exactly where you're supposed to be at this place and time. And the reason why I think that's so powerful is once you accept where you are, if you don't like it, you can change it. We have the power to do that. Absolutely. And what's one value that you constantly stick by that's a non-negotiable in your life? Oh, goodness, that has to be, it has to be positivity. Uh, my mother always said it doesn't matter what happens, it only matters how you handle it. And she taught me the importance of that and the power of an optimistic attitude. And you talk, you know, at the top of the show, we talked about happiness. Optimism is one of the ways that we can begin to move to happiness. And certainly gratitude leads the way. So I, I think it's incredibly important, not only for our physical health and wellness, but for our psychological health, is that positive, optimistic out- outlook on things. And if you can leave the world with one final message, we call it the golden nugget here at Rise Up For You. What would your golden nugget be to us? Oh, probably what I just said. It doesn't matter what happens. It only matters how we handle it. Focus on what you want, not what you fear. And as you know, we're the Rise Up For You podcast. That's the company. What comes to mind when you hear that phrase, rise up for you? I think it's about showing up for yourself. And in doing so, we can all rise up together. We hold one another's hand in that. But first, we have to rise on our own to reach for that hand. Absolutely. Yvonne, again, thank you so much for joining us. Again, it's been a pleasure to speak with you. How do we connect with you? How do we stay in touch? And where can we find you? I know that you just wrote an incredible book. Tell us a little bit more about all of that. Well, you can reach me at YvonneTally.com. And my book, Breaking Up with Busy Real Life Solutions for Overscheduled Women, is on all of the online and bookstores, Amazon and everywhere else. Wonderful. Thank you again so much for joining us today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today on the Rise Up For You podcast series. We're here to serve you and inspire you to become your best self so that you can live a life that you are proud of. If you haven't already, head over to our website, riseupforyou.com, and explore through all that we have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe while you're there for exclusive materials sent to you weekly, and also subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and any other major podcast channel. Join us for our next episode, but until we meet again, rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater you tomorrow. Tomorrow.